Alright guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q. How's it going out there today, everybody? Hope you're having a fantabulous day. It is Monday, November 8th, 2021. And uh, how's everyone doing out there today? Hopefully everything is good with you guys. So, um, what we're going to talk about today, I'm, I'm going to still put a hold on doing the... Um, the rest of my uh, Rothschilds NWO uh, Part 3. I'm going to do that on Wednesday, I think. I, I just want to get a show in here uh, about some topical information. And uh, some of this will link into that. And uh, we'll give you a good show on Wednesday. What I want to talk about here today is... Uh, Fifth Court of Appeals halts the Biden administration OSHA vaccine mandates. Right, Story number one. Story number two, uh, we're going to get a Jen Psaki COVID update, okay? Then we're going to talk about Joe Biden's job approval numbers ever sinking so low. And last uh, but not least on the stories will be Igor uh, Danchenko indicted. We touched on that a little bit on the last show. I'm going to go in a little more detail. And then uh, we'll close out with our feel-good news of the day. But before we get to that, I want to Get, uh, talk about our first sponsor, and that is Redcon1.com. That's right, guys. Uh, I hope you guys are checking them out, going to their website. Um, you can use the link at the bottom of the podcast app. Get 20% off <coughs> all the um, protein powders and uh, pre-workouts, protein bars. Um, they have, you know, like I said, they have T-shirts. Um all sorts of different stuff. I'm telling you, it's a good place. The, the, pow- the protein powders, I know you hear a lot of people talk about uh, protein powders are garbage and they don't taste good and protein bars are chalky or waxy or whatever. Um, and right now I have red velvet cake uh, protein bars. It's like 260 calories, 26 grams of uh, protein. It's good stuff. Um, their MRE uh, protein um I use Isotope, which is a lower calorie. Two scoops gets you 50 grams of protein. So everything you need to hit them weights. So anyway, check them out, redcon1.com. Link will be at the bottom of the podcast app. And um, make sure you use the promo code t 20 Quartermus. That will also be on the bottom there so you will know how to spell it. And speaking of apps, uh, if you're listening to this on the Apple podcast app, please, guys, if you could give me a five-star rating, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, the, the main reason is um, the higher the rating helps out with other people seeing this, um, you know, this podcast and they might want to give it a listen to. So if you guys could help me out with that and also go to our website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com and there you can access all our social media links, Facebook, Instagram, Don't Tread on America, Twitter, uh, DTOM underscore 1775. And YouTube, where I haven't really recorded lately because I'm probably going to get off of YouTube here and go to Rumble. But nonetheless, check it out. As soon as I get Rumble up and going, I'll give you guys the down low on that. But in the meantime, if you just go to the website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com, you can subscribe and uh, you'll get emails on show updates. I do a blog, um, any kind of videos, anything like that I get posted will be on the website. So check it out and you know, tell a friend, most importantly. All right, first story of the day. 
fifth court. I don't know if you guys saw this. This was uh, Friday. Um, the um, <clears throat> excuse me, fifth court of appeals freezes Biden vax mandate for businesses amid authorities. Um, I'm sorry, abuse of authority claims. So basically, this is this is what we're going to talk about here. Is uh, if I can close all the freaking ads pop up on these computers. Anyway, so a federal court, a uh, federal appeals court in New Orleans on Saturday, Saturday actually, issued a temporary halt to President Joe Biden's, aka Shitty Pants McGee, workplace COVID vaccine mandate. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit stayed the mandate that said it would um, that it entailed grave statutory and constitutional issues. Uh, it has now been blocked temporarily pending further court review. Um, the court's decision was a response to lawsuits filed by over two dozen states on Friday against the Biden administration after the White House Thursday announced COVID vaccine rules that apply to over 100 million U.S. workers. The new vaccination requirements issued by the Occupation Health, uh, Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or as we all know them as OSHA, affect businesses with at least 100 employees under the mandate. All workers will have to be vaccinated against COVID by January 4th or wear a mask and undergo weekly tests. Attorney generals in some of these states suing Biden administration have expressed their, um, their satisfaction with the court's decision to temporarily halt the mandate. Um, this was attorney Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson wrote on Twitter, Yesterday I sued the Biden administration over unlawful OSHA vax mandate. We won. Just this morning, citing grave statutory and, co and constitutional issues, the Fifth Court uh, Circuit stayed the mandate. The fight is not over, and I will never stop resisting the admin's unconstitutional overreach. On October 29th, Paxson accused the Biden administration of expressing its disdain for Americans who choose not to get vac the vaccine, as it is uh, at it had. Don, learn how to talk. It And it has committed repeated and abusive federal overreach for force upon Americans something they do not want. The lawsuit filed by mostly GOP-led states alleged that the government's mandate is an overreach that usurps the authority of states to determine their own health policies. The government has until Monday to respond to the petitioner's motioner According to court documents, meanwhile, the petitioners have till Tuesday to file any reply. Those who have sued the government um, include attorney generals from Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Montana, Nebraska, New Hampshire, North Dakota, South Dakota, Iaho um, Iowa, and Wyoming. Other states that challenged uh, Biden's mandates on Friday included Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, Utah, Kansas, Kentucky, Idaho, Ohio, shit, Oklahoma, Tennessee, West Virginia, Alabama, of course, Florida, and Georgia. But it would have been easier to name the states that didn't. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to say this about that. Thank God that there are 20-some-odd state uh, governors and or attorney generals with some balls that understand that this is not constitutional. Okay, I've I've gotten to discussions with people over this, and they say, "Well, it's OSHA." There, it's look, what Biden tried to do was take OSHA, which is your Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Okay, so if anyone that works a job, 
you have different OSHA guidelines, okay? So if you work in a restaurant, you have OSHA guidelines to, you know, keep food at a certain temperature and wear gloves and wear hairnets and wear whatever. Uh, if you work in industrial, you know, construction or whatever, you have OSHA, wear a hard hat, wear safety vest, wear harnesses, whatever. If you work in retail, you have OSHA requirements for, like, you know, balers for, comp, you know, compactors and uh, cardboard balers and pallet jacks and uh, forklifts and whatever. Those things can be, they have OSHA guidelines that have to be followed. And it's for safety reasons, okay? Now, you can sit here and argue, people will argue that, well, uh, this is, the vaccine is for your safety. Okay, if you're vaccinated, okay, you're safe. Okay, the, they're talking around themselves. And this is in my opinion. They, they constantly just talk around themselves. Okay, if I, if I go get vaccinated, right, I'm safe. That means that I can still get COVID, but my, you know, this is what they're telling us, right? If I get COVID, the um, symptoms won't be that bad, blah, blah, blah. I can still spread COVID. I can still get COVID. But if I have the vaccine, it won't be that bad. Okay, so who gives a fuck if the other person doesn't have a, have the vaccine? Who cares if I don't have the vaccine and you do? As long as you have it, you're good. It should be your personal choice to get it or to not get it. OSHA has no right to sit there or the president or the government or whoever has no right to sit there and tell you that you have to get this vaccine to keep yourself or other people safe because it doesn't matter. You can still get it. You can still pass it. I've said this before, I've never once in my 32 years of applying for jobs have never filled out a job application where it asked what my vaccination status was. Are you vaccinated for polio or the mumps or measles or rubella or whatever else there is out there for vaccines? Never once. And if OSHA was so concerned, so let me ask you this, OSHA, if you're listening, why don't you put on an application if someone has AIDS or HIV, right? Me and my wife were talking about this yesterday, and she says, oh, we're cancer. I said, well, cancer isn't contagious. So, like, you know, I have cancer. So, you know, yeah, I guess a company, in a sense, from a from a um, health insurance situation, I mean, still illegal because you have HIPAA violations at this point. And the same thing with HIV or AIDS. But my point with the AIDS thing was with HIV or AIDS is, okay, I work in a restaurant, okay, let's say. And I'm cooking back there and I have AIDS, okay, and I cut my finger. And then I don't realize I cut it and I'm still doing whatever. And I get blood in the, you know, whatever I'm cooking, okay. So I don't exactly know how the AIDS and HIV, I don't know how that's exactly spread. I know it's a blood-borne pathogen. But my point being is if someone were to have a job like that and they had HIV, whether they knew it or didn't know it or whatever. Um, well, let's just assume for this case, they didn't know they had AIDS, right? Or HIV. So there's no vaccine. There's no, as far as I know, there's no vaccine for, for HIV. I, I don't think there is, but they don't make people that get a job wherever test to make sure they don't have HIV. So what's the difference? Okay. I mean, I don't know if I'm making a stretch here, but my point is, is when you're talking about diseases, 
right? HIV, right? It's a virus. COVID is a virus. Okay. Both equally deadly. I don't know if one's more deadlier than the other. I don't know. I'm just using this as an example. Have you ever gotten a job anywhere where they asked your vaccination status or your health history or, you know, whatever? No. Why? Because they can't. But why this? Why this thing? Why are more people not asking those questions? We, you, the government just cannot sit here and mandate medical procedures. I'm sorry. I mean, you're going to go to apply for a job one day, and then they're going to be like, oh, ma'am, I'm sorry, you're pregnant. Yeah, you know, I'm pregnant. Oh, okay, well, um, we're going to need you to get an abortion before you can get this job. Well, what the hell? <laughs> or, no, we're not going to hire you because you're pregnant. Okay, well, that's discrimination. I mean, there's so many levels of of things, and, and, and the bad thing is, is where's the ACLU on this? Where is the, where are the people that are supposed to be protecting your civil liberties at? Where are these people at? Well, because they lost their fucking mind, and they're on the left, too. There's no proof that this vaccine is 100%, because if it was, people that got the vaccine wouldn't get COVID. Okay? It's, I don't know. I don't want to keep on going on about this. My point about this is you cannot force people into getting a medical procedure in order to work a job, make a living. It's not legal. It's not constitutional. All right. So on to our second story. Um, it's kind of a tease, kind of a not a tease, but uh, I, I, you know it's crazy when you're on the Internet. I swear to God, I, I don't want this. I just want to read the story. Thank you. All right. <laughs> so this is from Trending Politics. So uh, Jen Psaki, right? We all know she's got the COVID. I'm not making fun of her. I'm not ha ha ha. She's got the COVID. But I guess the biggest question is, so Jen Psaki also hasn't been seen in public for 11 days since revealing she got COVID despite being fully vaccinated. Okay, so we're told the, the protocols of COVID is, and I know this because, like I told you back in August, I had COVID, right? So the pro- protocols are once you, not even once you test positive, but once you have the symptoms of COVID. So, like, if you had symptoms today, today's Monday, you know, the 8th. So if today I had symptoms, and even though I might not get tested till tomorrow, but today I had symptoms. So tomorrow I go get tested and I test positive. They say, when did you have symptoms? Oh, yesterday I had symptoms. Okay. So 10 days from yesterday, so you're good after the 18th, okay? So ever since White House Secretary, uh, Press Secretary Jen Psaki announced that she had a case of COVID-19, despite being fully vaccinated, she has been absent from public spotlight. This week, her role was taken by Deputy Press Secretary uh, Karen Jean Paris, who just might be the least credi- credible person on the planet. I tell you one thing. <laughs> as much crap as uh, Peter... Ducey gives uh gives Saki there. He's this uh Jean Paris, whatever her name is, she she's way in over her head, but nonetheless. Um Saki disclosed on October thirty first that she had a breakthrough case of COVID nineteen and what she characterized as an uh, abundance of transparency. Saki, who is fully vaccinated, said she experienced only mild symptoms 
NPR reported in a statement. She said she had not had contact with senior White House officials since Wednesday, four days before she tested positive, and last saw Biden on Tuesday. Okay, so I think the question that everyone's asking is, so she tested positive um, on uh, October 31st. I want to say, let me see if I can look further into here. Um, so she was last actually seen at the White House on the 27th. Um, yeah, so the White House announced that earlier Thursday morning, uh, Saki would not be traveling to buy with Biden to the G20 summit in Rome due to a family emergency. She said the emergency, she said on Sunday, was the members of her household had tested positive for COVID-19. So this was the Sunday before last. So that was the 31st. Since then, I've quarantined and tested negative on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. However, today I tested positive. So she quarantined um, since the 27th. So 27th, 28th, 29th. And then she tested on the 31st. So I guess technically speaking, she, let's say since Thursday of, not last week, but the week before. So that would have been the 28th, I think. Something like that, 28th, yeah, 28th. So she's been out of the line. I'm assuming she's been quarantined since, well, she's been quarantined, she said, here since the Wednesday before um, Halloween. She tested positive on Sunday, which was the 31st. So now she's been out of the limelight, out of public eye for 11, 12 days. Is there something more to the story here? I think it's the question uh, I took to Twitter, and she's been, I, I say she's been tweeting. It's hard to tell if, if it's her or or what, but nonetheless. No, I, when anybody gets COVID, what, no matter what side. Now, when, you know, when someone on the left, like a Jen Psaki or whoever gets COVID, it's not we're like, ha-ha, you got COVID. It's, it's not like that. Unlike when someone on the right gets COVID, the left is like, ha-ha, you got COVID, you know. Um, most recently, I know Tim Pool just had COVID and, you know, they, from what he said, threw the kitchen sink at him, kind of like the uh, Joe Rogan treatment. So I'm sure he'll start getting thrown under the bus. I don't know how mainstream he is, and I don't, you don't hear his name pop up a lot on mainstream media, but, you know, we'll see. You look, look at what they're doing to uh, Aaron Rodgers. But nonetheless, if someone like a Jen Psaki, who, you know, most everyone knows is fully vaccinated and, and she's been diagnosed with COVID. Now it's been, even if you just say since Halloween, it's been, you know, what, seven, eight days, no updates. Like I said, she's been tweeting out, but it's mainly retweets of whatever or commenting on, you know, Biden or the infrastructure bill or whatever. So I don't even know that it's her tweeting because I would think if if I if I were her if I was someone like that and uh, had COVID, I would be reassuring people that I'm fine. Maybe even if I wasn't fine, I'd still be doing it just for public uh, perception of you know the vaccines. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, we'll have to see. Hopefully everything's fine with her. We don't wish ill will on anybody. Uh, even if she's a pain in the ass and a liar. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Oh.
All right. Now, this I should have actually probably started with the Saki thing and then and then went into the fifth court of appeals. But uh, because that would have kind of coincided with the Joe Biden approval numbers. But um, I, I personally believe that Joe Biden sucks. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's not good to laugh at your own jokes, right? Anyway, it was funny. Um, okay, this is from CNN. So anybody out there that may be listening to this um, that says I get everything from Fox or Newsmax or whatever, this is from CNN. I try to find stuff. When I look for certain topics to talk about, you get a bunch of different sources. Okay, so the first thing I talked about with the uh, the Court of Appeals in New Orleans that was from news that was from uh, Newsweek, not a right leaning news article. Okay, so if I find something that I want to talk about, um, you know, you'll you'll I'll search it on the internet, and generally I'll get you know however many different. Um, articles from different news sources so usually what I'll do is if if the CNN article is is true <laughs> I'll use it just for the fact that people can't say oh that's a Fox blah 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 or that's a Newsmax blah 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 or that's a OAN blah 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 whatever okay this is CNN okay anyway uh, just in time for a commercial to come up on my computer here all right one year out from the 22 midterm elections 58 percent of Americans say Joe Biden hasn't paid enough attention to the nation's most important problems as a majority disapproves of the way he's handling his jobs. More than a third of Americans call the economy the most pressing problem facing the country, 36%. Among the group that sees it that way, 72% say Biden hasn't been attentive to the right issues, that that dynamic is reversed among the smaller 20% who consider the coronavirus pandemic the nation's top problem. <coughs> Excuse me. 79% in that subset said Biden has had the right priorities, while 21% not. So I guess what they're saying is he's focused more on the coronavirus and 21% not. But 20% of the people don't feel that that's nation's top problem. So it's like, this is the problem with using CNN stuff. They're going to always try to sugarcoat the bullshit because um, 20% don't think the coronavirus is that is the top problem. But 79% of those 20% says he's doing the right, <laughs> right, right job at that. So it's like, whatever. So, okay. The point being is uh, 72% says he hasn't focused on the right issues. So, uh, 48% of adults approve of the way Biden is handling the job, while 52 disapprove. Um, I would like to meet the, uh, the, uh, 42% <laughs> that, or I'm sorry, the, the 48% that approve, because I can't imagine anything that you're, that you see, uh, has, uh, Biden doing a uh, a good job right now um, because um, look at the economy um, look at the uh, I'm sorry the uh, supply chain issues I don't personally think COVID I mean I think 
in my opinion, COVID is a state issue because as you can see, if you, if you guys pull up the COVID numbers, for example, Florida is rock bottom. Like we're, I mean, I'm saying we're not having any cases, but it's nothing compared to what we were in the summertime. And we discussed this in the summertime. It's hot. People stay inside. Cases go up. Up in North, it's not that bad in the summertime. I mean, you have your days, but for the most part, it's not that bad. You can get outside, you can do stuff, but come wintertime when it's cold, you guys are, your cases are going to spike. That's just how it is. That's how it is with the flu. Cases rise in the summer. And, and I mean, we always think of the flu as being a wintertime um, cold or whatever. Um, but in the South, it's more of a summer thing, a, you know, a, mixed in with the pollen and whatever else. Up North, it's a wintertime thing. And COVID's going to be the same way. So, uh, you know, with his job ratings at 42%, this is also from um, NBC. Let me get to this. So, in um, April, it was at 53%. In August, it dropped to 49%. Now, in October, is at 42%. So, that's really not boding well for the... Um, the future of the Democratic Party. Look at look at the issues they're having with this infrastructure thing. Now, you know, I, I don't think it's a hundred percent through yet. I'm I'm trying to figure that one out. But uh, I guess it's in the Senate now, trying to uh, trying to get it passed. I I don't know. There's so many different bills that are popping up. I I, I can't keep track of them all. But um, let's just spend more money, basically. The uh, the one thing, one thing I wanted to point out was this. The I've I've stuck to this since we started doing this podcast, and to me, this right here is the biggest lie of the year. Please raise your right hand and repeat after me. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States. Office of President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability, will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help you God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Thank President. Once again, like I've said before, I'll say it again, I'll keep on saying it until this man is no longer president. That is the biggest lie of the year, okay? Because everything he does um, is a contradiction to those words he just said, right? So everything he just said there, that he's going to uphold and do whatever, and faith and constitution, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No, he's lying. The vax mandates, and he's trying to pass the bill on the vax mandates, by having OSHA do it. Oh, I want to have OSHA do it. Oh, yeah, they're going to... It's an occupational safety thing. We're going to have OSHA do it. No, it's not. Because if that was the case, if it was truly an occupational health, um, you know, health and safety or safety and health or whatever it is, you would... Um, there'd be a lot more to everything OSHA does. You see what I'm saying? It wouldn't just be about this. This has something more to do with the 
the the global elites, whatever. Because this isn't an American thing. This is a world thing. I'll say it and said it, say it, and keep saying it. All right, story, story four. Igor Danchenko, Danchenko, indicted, right? Okay, so this guy is a dude, and he was one of the sources of the uh, Steele dossier, right? Um, the key here is with this with this gentleman here is okay. A couple what was it, a month or month or two ago that they had um, Sussman, right? Michael Sussman indicted. He was the lawyer from. Uh, some law firm, I can't think of it, Cole and something like that. And irregardless, the Durham report or the Durham investigation is uh, starting to tighten down the screws. You're going to start seeing more and more of these lower level people that had anything to do with the Steele dossier, whether they they had anything to say. These are soldiers in the um, in the group I, I don't want to say military because it's not a military but it, in the Clinton crime family these are soldiers so if, if the Clintons are are a uh, are the mafia let's say these would be your street thugs okay Igor Danchenko 43 was arrested by federal authorities on charges that included five counts of making false statements to the FBI concerning information he ultimately gave to British former former British spy Christopher Steele to help build a document intended to harm the Trump campaign ahead of the 2016 election. Jarrett points out that, um, contrary to popular uh, characterizations, uh, Danchenko was not a shadow, shadowy agent out of Russia, but rather a U.S. resident from Ukraine who has been employed by the liberal, liberal Brookings Institution, which at the time was led by staunch Hillary Clinton ally Strobe Talbot. The Clinton connections ran deep because it was the former first lady and then presidential campaign or candidate's campaign that was responsible for creating the Russian collusion narrative as a pretext for undermining Trump's run for the White House. The fact that of which the CIA was aware, but which its director as um, as well as then FBI director James Comey kept secret. Danchenko had admitted that the FBI I'm sorry, to the FBI that he had been paid by Steele to come up with compromising information on Trump, but that he always cautioned the former spy that any dirt he passed along was unconfirmed speculation and barroom rumors, but that did not prevent the material from ultimately making its way to the dossier, serving as a dishonest basis for securing warrants to surveil Trump staffer Carter Page and being exploited by journalists eager to sink the upstart candidacy. Special counsel John Durham, often criticized for seemingly slow-paced progress of his probe, deserves praise and preserving the painstaking building a case against those responsible for the dirtiest political trick ever perpetrated in American politics. Former federal prosecutor Andrew McCarthy, writing for the New York Post, is similarly uh, impressed and agrees that Danchenko indictment offers strong support uh, for the notion that Durham really does have his sights uh, trained on any and all members of the Clinton campaign who took part in the plot to ruin Trump. So, from what I know of all of this, so that, that line right there, um, has his sights trained on any and all members of the Clinton campaign, okay? So, to me, that would mean also Hillary Clinton, okay? 
and everyone below. So as Clinton, I'm sorry, as McCarthy reminds his readers, back in September, a false statement was levied against Michael Sussman, former attorney for the Clinton-Lincoln-Perkins-Coey law firm. It's alleged that uh, when bringing claims about Trump-Russian collusion or connection to the FBI, Sussman claimed that he was not working on behalf of any particular climate, but later revealed that he was, in fact, advocating for the Clinton campaign. So you have two gentlemen who lied to the FBI when asked questions about this. Surely they were... I mean, I've told you guys before, you can Google uh, the Clinton body count. Google Clinton body count, you know. And uh, there's actually a Wikipedia page (laughs) for... Say whatever you want about Wikipedia. They actually have a a, a Clinton body count uh, page, and it goes through names of everyone that has been linked to the Clintons as being... You know, not <laughs> killed. I'm 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 using quotations right now. You can't see me because we're not videoing this, but quotations, or I'm sorry, killed by the Clintons, and um, you know, whether I'm I can't imagine it. Bill and Hillary. Hey, how's it going out there? Bam, buddy. I I can't imagine that they're they're the ones actually doing anything, but nonetheless, um, you know, I I had a show I guess it's probably whenever Sussman was indicted two months ago I think it was and uh, I called it the Sussman suicide watch okay still alive my question is did Igor Danchenko's name come out of his mouth and who's going to talk next and what name is going to come out of their mouth from what I'm hearing uh, it's not going to be long before you hear more names coming out of this whole situation the the thing about all of this is, and this will this will kind of go into the show on Wednesday, and where I'm, more I'm hoping to wrap up the Clinton, the uh, NWO Rothschilds and Patriots Part Three, and we're in that particular episode we're going to discuss the the Bush family, the Clinton family, and the Clinton and the crime. I mean, they're they're basically a crime family, the Bush and Clinton crime families. We think of Bush as Republicans, and we think of Clintons as Democrats. And I told you before, it doesn't matter. Those letters mean nothing. This is about world domination. This is about the New World Order. This is about the the they taking over. COVID is a part of it. The Clintons are a part of it. The Bush is part of it. They're not the they. They're just a part of it. But maybe, just maybe... We have some white hats, and they're going to start exposing the truth. And, uh, you know, I haven't gotten any knocks at the doors. I haven't had any SUVs roll up behind me. So, so far, so good. <laughs> and uh, I like to keep it that way. But um, on to our last subject of the day. That's right. I feel good. James Brown. All right. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Closing out the show with our feel good moments of the day. Before I get to that, I want to get to our last sponsor. And it's kind of weird talking about this last sponsor with what the story I'm going to talk about. But nonetheless, they are our sponsor. So here we go. Smoothmyballs.com backslash DTOM. Check them out for 20% off razors and razor accessories. Uh, link will be at the bottom of the podcast app. Check them out. 
give them a look at. I'm telling you, good stuff, good stuff. I use it, use it all the time. <laughs> all right, so this story is out of Australia, mate. Mystery grandparents pay off 82 balances at toy store to help struggling families. So an elderly couple in Victoria, Australia, paid off 82 layaway balances at their local toy world to help struggling families. Uh, Before I read on, why are the families struggling? Anyone? Bueller? It's because the dipshit government of that country, as bad as we have it here or as bad as we think we have it here, God help the people in fucking Australia because their government is tyrannical in the worst way. But nonetheless... Scott Mills, the owner of Toy World in Bendigo, Bendigo, said the two grandparents walked into the store on Wednesday wanting to give back. They told us a story about how they were in hardship when they were younger and struggled to pay their bills ahead of Christmas. They always swore that if they ever found themselves in a position where they could help, they would. They then paid off bills of 82 families. Manager Deborah Delves said she was given the best job ever to call 82 families who were chosen at random to tell them the good news. You won't, you don't believe how much of an effect the last 12 months have had on these families, uh, she told the Daily Mail Australia. They said, you just don't know how this changed our Christmas and how much this means to us. Our, one mother was driving and started crying when she heard the news. She had to pull to the side of the road to compose herself. A father of twin boys who just had <laughs> just had five dollars in his bank account had his balance paid off too. He was worried that he wouldn't be able to buy his son's presents for Christmas or their upcoming birthdays. Delve said upon hearing the news of the Secret Santas, another Bending, Bendigo uh, man offered to donate a hundred to the father to keep uh, to take his boys out to dinner for their birthday. So there you go. There are some good people in this world in the situation that they're going through in Australia is, uh, it's amazing. I just, uh, I pray for those people and, uh, it's really a damn shame what this world is coming to because of this damn fucking cold and, uh, countries like that. It, I, I have a feeling when it all gets played out and everything's said and done, there's going to be some, some heads rolling, and uh, once everyone wakes up, and Australia and U.S. and countries in Europe and wherever else, because you know, like I said, we see what we're going through in America, and these other countries have it just as bad, if not worse. And just know that those grandparents um, did a good thing, and it's it's nice to see that there's some good people still left in this world, even going through all this crap that we're going through. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to close out the show with uh, make sure you go to the website, donttreadonamerica.com. Check out our social media platforms. Subscribe, like, share. And like I said, whatever app you're listening to this on, if you could leave me a review, especially on Apple, if you give me a five-star, it'd be fantastic. And please, 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 guys, please. Like I said before, I don't ask for money. I just ask for you to check out the sponsors but most importantly if you could share this content with your friends your family uh, like-minded people that you know and uh, let's just keep this train rolling so with that being said it is monday november 8th 2021 and you guys have a fantabulous day and i will talk to you again on wednesday 
and like I said, hopefully we'll be closing out the the, the part three of the NWO Rothschilds and Patriots part three, and we'll close the book on the Clintons and Bush crime syndicate as they were. So tune in, share this show with your friends, and tune in on Wednesday, and I will talk to you guys then. Have a great day.